welcome back to another episode of Enable Five Mental Health Podcast. And not just another episode this time, but a brand new season. I am so excited to be talking with you today. And as always, it is Areli. And to honor this fresh start, this new beginning, this episode is my promise to you that I will pour out a lot more love and a lot more effort into the podcast this year because you deserve quality content and consistent content. (laughs) So I really want to honor that. And for today's episode, since we are talking about you know, new beginnings and fresh starts, I want to take it back to the basics. And the basics for me is all about safe spaces, because safe spaces are so, 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 so important, especially when we're talking about mental health, because these conversations are often not lighthearted. Mental health is something that is very deep and very vulnerable for a lot of people and these safe spaces are essential to give them the voice and give them a safe space for them to ask for help and to talk about their experiences. So let's get deeper into these safe spaces. So I recently went to a trip to Portland, Oregon with Work To Be Well And this trip was solely dedicated to creating curriculum from this mental health documentary called Hiding in Plain Sight. And Hiding in Plain Sight is such a special film. They cultivate and demonstrate the true struggles of mental health struggles in youth. And what I think makes this documentary so special is that they give the platform to the youth for them to speak upon their own experiences and it goes along through the whole journey and it's just so real and so raw i cried in about almost every episode of this film so i cannot recommend it enough it is truly so moving and you can watch this documentary on pbs.org you have to sign up to watch it with your email but they have clips as well And you can also go to wellbeings.org and they have video clips, but they also have resources to host a screening um, if you're interested in that. Um, But yeah, I cannot recommend it enough. And going back to what I'm supposed to be talking about, (laughs) um, within this trip, a big team was put together that consisted of mental health clinicians, educators, student voices, and the team from the mental health documentary. And we were separated into groups throughout the weekend. And we had multiple group sessions. And within my first session, I, well, my group had the honor of being accompanied by this mental health counselor and beautiful person named Key Dunning. And key introduced us to key concepts and what key concepts is um kee by the way (laughs) as in key dining which is so fabulous um these key concepts consist of six guidelines of communication and essentially if you put these key concepts into place you cultivate this safe space that we are talking about And personally, I have never really felt 
a safe space before um, until I was on this trip and I had a conversation with Key and I cannot emphasize now more than ever how important safe spaces are because if we don't have these safe spaces in place, we don't have that validation and that reassurance that what we are saying is being taken in, it's being valued, it's being listened to, and it's being respected. So let's dig deeper into these six guidelines from these key concepts. So the first key concept is respect. And respect is truly the foundation of which all safe spaces should be based on because respect is not just, you know, being civil with a person, um, but it's so much more than that. A example that I really value that Key included in her Key Concepts curriculum was that the number one statement heard in therapy with children is, I just want them to listen to me. So whether it be parents, teachers, coaches, adults, youth, anyone that you encounter day to day, they want to be heard. You want to be heard. So essentially, respect in these key concepts of communication means being heard because that means you're accepting a person for who they are, for what they believe in, and for what they say, and taking in what they are saying to you with value. Because anything that we say should be taken with that respect and that value in order to have these meaningful conversations and relationships because it needs to be based on respect. And we can only accomplish that if we start off with respect. The second key concept is to listen and validate. Often as humans, <laughs> when a problem presents itself to us, our instinct is to fix that problem. And, you know, that's fine, but that can become an issue when it comes to communication because when someone comes to you with an issue, concern, or a problem, they may not want you to change the way they're thinking, they're feeling, and they may not want you to tell them what to do. And that's why listening and validating is so important because validation is actually hearing what the other person said and recognizing the emotion that may be part of what they are communicating. So for example, if I come to you and I let you know that I'm fighting with my significant other, I don't want you to be like, girl, you're being overdramatic. You shouldn't feel that way. Or like, um, well, I don't know, maybe you should try fighting back. I don't want you to tell me what to do. I don't want you to try to change my thought process, but I would rather have you say something like, I'm sorry you're going through that. Fights are so annoying or mm, that's harsh. How are you feeling about this? Because talking and having someone listen to you, I feel is more impactful and productive for you figuring it out on your own journey rather than someone trying to tell you what to do. So Listen and validate means recognizing the emotion and validating what they are feeling rather than trying to fix their problem. The third key concept is what don't I know? 
As human beings, we all pass judgment on others many times a day. And sometimes without consciously recognizing, we are judging until after the fact. So imagine instead of passing judgment, we instead stopped ourselves and asked, what don't I know about this person I am interacting with? We all have a story and an experience that will influence the way we approach our lives. And this is so powerful because, you know, oftentimes we are so quick to judge and make assumptions and act upon those judgments. And in reality, everyone is going through their own thing. You know, for all you know, someone is having the worst day of their life and you didn't open the door for them because you thought they looked mean. And so I really value this key concept specifically because it really just emphasizes to treat everyone with kindness because you truly never know what they are going through. So keep in mind next time when you do make a judgment, when you make an assumption and you act upon that judgment, think to yourself, what don't I know about this person? What don't I know what's going on in their life? And you'll find yourself to be more compassionate and to be more kind and to provide more empathy for this human and for what they might be going through. The fourth key concept is meet them where they are and not where you want them to be. And this one ties into, or I feel like it ties into like the listening and validating because, you know, when someone comes to us with their own experience, we can often think to ourselves like, girl, (laughs) I know exactly what you need to do right now, or this is the next best step for you. And the truth is that we are all in our own journeys And the gift of that is that we all have the opportunity to find our own ways. So even if someone is finding their own way and it's not a way you would agree with or you would choose, doesn't mean that you should tell them what you think they should be doing. And instead, you can ask them, how can I be there for you? What do you need in your journey? You know, what's the next step that you're ready to take? Do you need help to take this next step? Do you need me to accompany you in this next step? And it's all about letting everyone navigate and do what they think is best for themselves and, you know, meeting them where they are and not where you want them to be. The fifth key concept is don't feed the bears. So a bear can be in the form of your significant other, family member, coworker, friend, etc. And a bear feeding session can look like a straightforward conversation between two individuals. So for example, let's say that one individual doesn't feel like the other one is truly listening or validating their emotions. So They use a bear's favorite food, which are fighting words like, you never listen. And so what Don't Feed the Bears is trying to get at is that when you are in a conversation with someone, don't use language that would escalate 
the situation or the conversation in a negative way, you know, and that also comes in the form of sarcasm. Because when you do use sarcasm, you're purposely using words to try to hurt the other person. And even if this person is, you know, a loved one that you're having a conversation with, no matter what sarcasm you use, it's going to hurt and it's going to tear apart that safe space. And so it is important to not feed the bear with fighting words, but instead be mindful of the language that you're using to have meaningful and productive conversations. The last key concept is back out of the power struggle. As we learned in Do Not Feed the Bears, it is easy to find ourselves in communication with a bear that wants to feed off these fighting words. So when we gather all of these key concepts, we can come from a place of respect by listening and validating and backing out of that power struggle because we are all human. None of us are better than or smarter than and if we can practice communication from a place of love and respect, we may find ourselves communicating in a way that all parties believe that they have been heard and that they matter. And that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned a little bit more about cultivating these safe spaces, but also putting these key concepts into place to just love on humans as a whole and to create these safe spaces so we all feel like we are being heard and so we all know that we matter. Thank you again for tuning in and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.